Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast. The Hawks storm back from a 2-0 deficit to defeat the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-2. What a night to be a Blackhawks fan. Connor Bedard makes his debut, picks up an assist. The Hawks get a comeback win. Boy, what a different feeling from literally every night of last year, (laughs) of last season. It's unbelievable. We had last year, Hawks won a game and people were jumping off a ledge. And now we're here celebrating a win as we should be, which is natural for sports fans to be feeling this way. We're so glad you're with us. If you're new here, thank you. Make sure you smash that like button for us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. We are very close to a subscriber milestone. Help us get over that hump. 40,000 YouTube subscribers. We want to get over that hump ASAP. Also. Check out allchgo.com. Become a diehard. You become a diehard, you get a free shirt or hat of your choice upon sign-up. Access to all of our great written content. Discounts on merch. Discounts on events. It is totally worth it. It pays for itself. Allchgo.com to become a diehard. And, of course, chgolocker.com to check out all of the great merch we have, including several Blackhawks-inspired designs. So, Mario... Let's get it started. We're going to hear from Greg here in a little bit. But, man, you and I were talking on the elevator on the way out. And the Hawks were down at the time. Uh, and I said, is it me or are the Hawks, like, at least playing on an even playing field as the Penguins or maybe even playing a little bit better? And this is the discussion we had on the way out of the building. Yeah, I mean, aside from the Penguins through the first two periods of the game, just capitalizing on the chances that they that they did have, the game was pretty even Mm -hmm. and just a stark contrast from the experience we had last year, uh, first game of the year in Colorado uh, to this year being in Pittsburgh. And, and yeah, was last year's Colorado team better than this year's Pittsburgh team? Yes. But is this year's Blackhawks team better than last year's? I I think we talked about it all off season, how this team just feels like it's, it's, it's better constructed to be an NHL team. And you saw it tonight at no point in tonight's game. Did I feel like, oof, this is going to be a rough season. No, not at all. Well, it's such a different feeling. (laughs) It's funny. We were talking yesterday and uh, on one of our rides somewhere. And I said, the guys like it's sometimes I have to like catch myself because I remember conversations going into last season. Like, you know, if Colin Blackwell can score 15 or 20 goals <laughs> and you start to talk yourself into like everything that they're doing to, to make it feel better, everything going perfect. <laughs> right. And I've been trying to check myself, but you look at the guys that have been brought into this team. Nick Felino with a empty net goal, had the biggest blue line. If you value such things for the Blackhawks night, yeah. Corey Perry with a pair of primary assists and Hell a yeah. couple point blank scoring chances yeah. that Tristan Jari denied uh, Ryan Donato making huge plays, scoring a goal, like the impact. And then you've got crazy Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson, Gensel, Rust, all these really good NHL players up against three rookie defensemen. And yeah, there were some moments from Korchinski and Kaiser and Vlasic that they might want back, mm-hmm. but I saw nothing tonight from them that said that I say, Oh my God, these guys can't handle this. They're not ready. There was none of that in this game. No. And it's, it's game one of Kevin Korchinski's NHL career. It's game one of the season, you know, is it's Vlasic and Kaiser being, you know, given the opportunity to be full-time NHL players. The guys are going to have young player, young defenseman mistakes. Mm -hmm. This is the season to get them out. And, and and put those mistakes on tape and learn from them. And, and yeah, for this being game one, it wasn't, there was no egregious boy. They look really out of place. No. Like, like Vlasic made a great play on, uh, on, on the game's first goal from, from Donato or Blackhawks first goal from Donato. Great play by Vlasic there. Kaiser had some missteps, but you know, he was active in the game. He was very involved. Uh, you mentioned it before we got on the air. It seemed like he was much more involved, involved, than his 15 minutes of yeah, time seemed a lot of good moments um, from him and Korchinski. Like we we've talked about it before about young defensemen. If you're not noticeable, sometimes that's a good thing. Cause that means you're not doing a ton of bad things. Yeah. You're just, and we talked about it in the, in the pregame show. It's sometimes it's fine. Just making the safe, smart play and 
some sometimes that means just dumping the puck and and living to play another day. And and Korchinski, I think, played well offensively, played okay defensively. There's obviously still lots of room for him to grow, but no point in this game against a team that's got a lot of firepower did their defensemen look overmatched. And the veterans, Tenorti played his role fine. Yeah. Connor Murphy made a few good defensive plays. Seth Jones was very composed offensively. You know, the the defensive game was pretty solid. And then you got Peter Mrazek was with great. an incredible performance outside of the Sidney Crosby goal, which I don't blame him for overplaying. You and know, he the, had the lost puck. his stick moments earlier, but still way out of position. But yeah. again, he redeemed himself from that goal mm-hmm. five or six times over with saves he had no business making before that and after. Yeah, without his performance tonight, they're not even we're not talking about a comeback. So yeah. incredible uh, night for him tonight. If if I, I said it on uh, social media during the game, if the Blackhawks get this version of Peter Mrazek for most of his starts, mm. they're going to surprise a lot. Of yeah. Teams. Hey, man, a veteran in a contract, you're probably fighting for his NHL life. Not just fighting for his next contract, but fighting for his NHL life. Yeah. Uh, something we do after every post game. If you're new here, we let you pick the fourth star of the game. So the three stars of the game today, Pittsburgh's Brian Rust. Number two is Peter Mrazek. Number one, Jason Dickinson. So our, our nominees for the fourth star of the night, Corey Perry, who I already mentioned, had a pair of uh, primary assists and a couple of really nice scoring chances. Ryan Donato, who scored a goal. And Connor Bedard, who we haven't mentioned yet. <laughs> Bedard so with an assist, five shots on goal, five more shot attempts, 21-29 of ice time. Every time he was on the ice, he was dangerous. And I was uh, on the score during uh, the first intermission, Name drop. and I said, there is an audible, well, I guess it would be inaudible. When he touches the puck, the Penguins crowd got quiet. Yeah, it would. There was a, a fear that something bad was going to happen, and that reminds me very much of every time Connor McDavid touches the puck against. I remember that series in the bubble, which had no fans, uh, but <laughs> sitting at home, every time he touched the puck, it was sheer terror. Uh, it's coming for Bedard. He was so close so many times, and he just played so well for his first game with the huge spotlight, with all the attention, with all the demands put on him today came out and performed very well. And look, the Hawks as a whole got slaughtered on faceoffs. Yeah. Connor Bedard won two of 13. That's a problem we'll get to. We'll solve it. But that's, I think that's for another day, right? He might win 11 of 15 tomorrow and sure. it'll be totally fine. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, we got a ton of super yeah. chats. Yeah, let's One in these. particular yes. has to be yes. brought up Steven. right here. Steven Bielat. What yeah. a great way to start this season. Four really good lines, just like the just like the each of the Blackhawks great teams, I'm so happy tonight. That's a hundred dollar oh, yeah. super $100. chat. Thank you, I'm thank you, on Steven. The ride, folks. Uh, a bunch of other super chats here. Windy City Hockey, two bucks. Man, this was such a fun game. I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one here from uh, McBaconator. Yeah, uh, yeah. Five bucks says Garsh. That ESPN broadcast was awful. At least the game was so good. We had something good happening. Oh, and let's. Ducking go uh, <laughs> at PS Schittsburg. That's from McBaconator. Not my, not my uh, uh, opinion of Pittsburgh. We didn't hear much of the ESPN broadcast, but the ESPN broadcast, we did hear the Blackhawks were winning. So I thought it was great. Yeah. I will <laughs> say like, I, I felt like, and maybe this is just, maybe this is a little bit needed uh, in this. Like the whole world is revolving around Connor Bedard today um, that Ray Ferraro was kind of like, I don't want to say tempering, but he was also pointing out, hey, he probably doesn't want to have shifts this long or this much ice time this early in the game. That's fair. Et cetera. It's fair analysis. It did feel a little bit like a wet blanket sort of a thing, but I also don't want my analysts just being positive all the time just for the sake of it. So I can see where you're coming from. Uh, By the way, we're very much enjoying Pittsburgh, so I will not not claim Schittsburg on that at all. And I will say... uh, you know, it, we've we've had some people reach out to us on, on social media and, and other channels and stuff say, hey, you guys should do, you know, some some documentation of, of this trip to Pittsburgh. Like, you know, when you went to Nashville, that would have been really cool to see. Um, it's coming. We did. We <laughs> did have documentation of our of our Nashville trip. It just kind of got lost in the shuffle. But I will promise you 
there is going to be an extensive behind the scenes documentation of our Pittsburgh trip. Um, if you like uh, food vlogs, there's something for you there. If you like hockey vlogs, there's something for you there. If you like uh, scenery of Pittsburgh, there's also something for, <laughs> for you there. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Another super chat rolling in here uh, from Edward. I got the wrong scroll bar. I'm on lots of coffee. Uh, Edward <laughs> says, uh, calling now a Bedard hat trick at the home opener. That'd be fun. Sure. That'd be fun. I'll take that. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's, boy, there's just so much to get to here. Um, it's, it's just so much energy now because of this coffee. Yeah. Uh, geez. I, it, it is so different, man. I just can't get over how different today feels. Last year we were begging fans to, to stick it out. Yeah. And, and stay and hop on the ride and stay on the ride this year. Fans, this is the ride. Yeah. Be, be on it. Embrace it. This is going to be a ton of fun. You know, we had people uh, coming up to us today at the game, uh, at, at practice and everything. People uh, with, uh, you know, with, with the Pittsburgh team and just saying like, you know, oh, you know, Blackhawks this year, what's, you know, what's it going to be like and all this stuff. And it's just overwhelmingly this year is going to be more exciting at the very least, like not talking about exciting wins and or, or anything like that, but just exciting to have new things to talk about exciting to have the next era come through. And I would like to say that after tonight's performance and, you know, the, 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 the game that Bedard had, the game that Vlasic and Kaiser and Korchinski collectively put together, it's all collectively a, a net positive for the young guys. Cole Gutman, too, yep. with, a, with a great goal. His first game back after his season ended last year because of surgery. Lucas Reichel was a little invisible, but again, you know, not not every game is going to be highlight worthy. Yeah, and I don't love the makeshift line without Kurashev and Athanasiu. I, I don't think it fits Reichel very well. Yeah, you got Kachuk and Radish. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of mismatched. Kurashev and Athanasiu make a lot more sense in that context. Right, and I so I just think going into this year, there's so much new and exciting. It's the next era of Blackhawks hockey. The, the, the past, I think, after tonight, can, we can finally put it behind us. We can at least, I know the national media is not going to, but we can at least finally be like, all right, modern day cup run, Keith, Seabrook, Hosa, Taze, Kane, all the greats. The, the, the stop is tonight. Everything moving forward is this next group. This next group is here. They, I know it's one game. I know it's game one of a long 82 game season. It's the first game for a lot of these guys. The stopgap between that era and this era was tonight, and you do it with a win. Yeah. Uh, good question here from Nate. It says, what ways did you see Richardson easing the kids in? Uh, for example, zone starts, face-off set plays, shift time, etc. I was actually a little bit surprised how little he was matchup chasing early yeah. in the game. He was just kind of letting things roll and go as they did. Um, and I think when you have a team with a rookie on every defensive pair, it can be tough to say who's the one I really trust, right? right. Like what's what I'm going to put out there in, in crunch time. I didn't see a lot of easing. I really didn't. I no, like, he, he kind of let the guys go. Yeah, I, he, he really did. And I, I kind of like that. Like it's look, these guys have earned their spots on this team. And I don't think Luke Richardson has any interest in coddling them or make, making sure they feel like throw them out there to the wolves. I already rattled off all the great players that Pittsburgh has and trust me, it wasn't just Connor Bedard with stars in his eyes. Oh, yeah. You know, it was Korchinski. It, you know, Kaiser's played some games, but still, like, it's, it's still Sidney Crosby right there, right? Like, Vlasic, all these guys were all sort of feeling the same thing. Bedard had the spotlight, but all these young players had that same feeling, and it was sink or swim, and for the most part, they swam. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think, uh, you know, we saw – Seth Jones led the team in, in, in ice time. The second defenseman behind him was, was Alex Vlasic, yeah. his defensive pair. Uh, so there really wasn't any, you know, any leash, uh, leash pulling on Vlasic. He was out there for, for a lot, but Dard was over 20 minutes. Um, you know, as far as you know, the face-offs, I, I, we made note of it during the game. Uh, Ryan Donato ended up taking a lot of face-offs instead of Connor Bedard, mm -hmm. I, I, he didn't fare too, too well either in the face-off dot. So I think collectively as a whole, you know, the Blackhawks just had a bad night at the dot, but 
you know, that was, that was an interesting kind of interchange. I don't know if that was maybe just the, the, the matchup at the dot on the ice, or if it was a directive from Richardson, I'd like to think that, you know, he, he'd give those guys some, some leeway to kind of um, feel out that, that uh, aspect of the game zone starts. Uh, Bedard seemed to be mostly offensive. I don't mm. know if I tracked too many defensive zone starts uh, for him. Reichel kind of the same way. I didn't really see him taking too many defensive zone draws that mostly went to uh, guys like Jason Dickinson and, and Cole Gutman. And Let's that. see. Connor Bedard zone starts were uh, 66% in the offensive zone, yeah, which is expected, but not like terribly high. And Reichel was I mean, that's, 75% offensive yeah, zone starts. 66% offensive zone starts. That's kind of what you expect from yeah. a more offensive uh, geared centerman. Mm-hmm. You're going to give him the majority in the offensive zone. He's not Jonathan Taze. He's not going to, it's not a 50 50 split. He's not going to go out there and take penalty kill draws or anything like that. Right. Um, Yet. Couple other super chats. These are coming in so fast and furious. Yeah. So we're, everybody, we're going to do our, we're going to get it to all of them, but. They're coming in so fast, it's like it's almost uh, <laughs> it's almost hard to keep up with. Uh, James uh, with a ten dollar super chat says, "Great win tonight. I imagine they will be in the hot tub in Boston tomorrow after morning skate. Somehow they got to get their bodies ready for tomorrow's game. I feel like there's not even going to be a morning. Skate. Yeah, they probably will not have a morning skate. Uh, they'll be ready to go. Look, that, that's the benefit of having a mostly young team. Now, you added Perry and Hall and Felino, and that." hurts the average age of your team but uh, for the most part this is still a very young team and they should be ready to go i'm more worried about us 10th youngest (laughs) yeah 10th youngest in the nhl by average age uh to compare that to this penguins team actually the oldest uh average age 30.8 years old a full year and four months older than (laughs) than the next team uh close to them but yeah i think the turnaround is going to be fine it's game one yeah, like they're, they're ready to they, go. You should have the freshest legs you'll have all season. Um, and yeah, Perry, Felino, those guys, you know, they're veterans. Tyler Johnson, they're veterans. They know how to treat their bodies and get them going. And yeah, I think I don't think there's any chance they they morning skate tomorrow. Not at all. Uh, another one from Gaming for Veterans says that the Hawks are able to play close games, not be blown out in multiple consecutive games like last year. The young guys will be able to develop better playing close, meaningful games, win or lose. It's a good point. Yeah, and the Hawks. I mean, for as horrible as that roster was last year, they made games competitive. But I said to you during the game, like, I just feel like every mistake is going to end up in the back of the Hawks net. And I think that's, you know, muscle memory from last year Mm -hmm. where it just felt that way, where every game, even when they were close and sometimes even when they would win, they were just hanging on and the clock would just run out for the other team. You had to be mistake free last year to have a chance. Exactly. And whereas tonight they felt in control as often as I think the Penguins felt in control. Yeah. I mean, they came back from down Oh two. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's recovering from, you know, being, being down in a game and being able to play, play yourself back into a game. I think, I think this is a team and a roster that is constructed to be able to play yourselves back into a game rather than last year you had to just get your gears going and you know chug a lug back into the game right just by sheer will which i think if i, w- I would assume this year's roster is going to be able to carry some of that over from last year because you still got richardson behind the helm that was a that was a big change in the locker room behind the bench for that team to to be able to do that um but then you also you know you have a more talented roster i think up and down the lineup so you're going to be able to play yourselves back out of, you know, out of some tough spots, which it's a very welcome change. Definitely. All right. Well, with the Hawks playing as well as they did tonight, and hopefully they continue that trend uh, in Boston and for the rest of this road trip, you know, if that's the case, that Hawks tickets are going to become very in demand if they're not already. Mm-hmm. And buying tickets can be a really frustrating experience, especially when you're going through the third party uh, spots where it can be a get a little bit expensive. But we want to tell you about our friends at game time you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to the next big event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you they've got killer last minute deals all in prices you can see the view from your seat before you buy it and their best price guarantee so if you find a better price elsewhere you go to game time and say hey what gives this never happens 
fix it. And they'll say, okay, we're going to fix it. Here you go. Here's a better deal on your tickets. It's a great resource. The app is wonderful, super easy to navigate, jump on it, use it. And if you're, you know, let's say it's, you know, six o'clock and the Hawks play at seven 30, you're like, man, yeah, I kind of in the mood to go to a hockey game tonight. Check the app close to game time. Those tickets will drop and drop and drop. So it's really a great app. They do a great job on there. Uh, those last minute deals, like I mentioned, are wonderful. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the seat, like I said before, and they will find ways to help you save money on tickets. They've got zone deals. You pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase that's a beer and maybe some popcorn yeah. terms apply again create an account and redeem code chgo for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed you know it also goes well with uh, a live sporting event beer beer goose, specifically goose goose island yes. beer. to be specific goose island they are the proud beer sponsor of us here at chgo and they have been Chicago's beer since 1988. Haven't seen much of any goose here in Pittsburgh. No, but, uh, that, shameful. That'll, that'll have to be remedied once we get back in the uh, 312 area code. And speaking of the 312 area code, Goose Island's 312 Wheat Ale, you can find it at all of their locations. You can find it at pretty much anywhere that you can buy beer, and they are going to be in the unmistakable golden cans because it is it is the golden ale and it is part of the uh year-round beer roster that goose island boasts that also includes the full pocket pills and the family of beer hug ipas uh you can find all of these beers and more when uh, you have their two locations in Chicagoland, you can get ultra fresh brewery exclusives at their original brew house on Clybourne avenue in lincoln park or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. All right, let's go out to the PPG Paints Arena and Point bring in our buddy, Greg Boyston, who is standing by. Hi, Greg. Hi. How are we? We are good. We're feeling great. They won. Yeah, that was, uh, that was quite the... Um third period there and um you guys said that you know mario joked on the way out that when uh if they come back and win uh it's it's your uh it's because you guys left early so uh, great premonition there i think this means you get all post games this season <laughs> i'm not sure how i feel about that as much as i love <laughs> as much as i love talking uh to players and coaches in a victorious room, which we're going to get a lot more this year. Uh, I don't mind sharing that experience uh, this season. Well, take us inside the locker room. I know, you know, we've got some audio to share later in the show, um, but what was the mood like? I, I imagine it was, uh, it was club dub 2.0 in there. <laughs> uh, didn't get to hear that. We didn't go in the actual room. Uh, they, they took us off into that auxiliary locker room and brought the players to us. Uh, it, I mean, Makes sense. They got to get out pretty quickly. They're heading to Boston, so the, the the visiting rooms are always tight quarters to begin with. So it probably made sense. One thing I wanted to clear up: um, our, our guy, our guy Charlie, had the official story about Connor Bedard, uh, and he did not forget his stick. Uh, that is a false narrative being put oh. by by ESPN. Apparently, Connor has a. Uh, superstition where he puts his stick that he's going to use outside of the room. So he put it outside of the room, but someone on the training staff didn't realize that and put it back in the room. So when he went out, it wasn't where he was supposed to be. So he had to go get it and get it. So a little clarification uh, on that uh, play. Um, well, that guy's fired. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a good run, Mike Parchment, but uh, you know, <laughs> But it was, a, it was a it was Chicago. It was uh it was obviously a, a good mood. You know, uh, we got to talk to Jason Dickinson and Peter Morazic and of course Connor Bedard. Uh, Connor Bedard said that yeah, you know, <laughs> and I quote, "I know I'm really struggling the score here these last few games." Well, technically, it's only one. Like those other <laughs> games don't matter; they don't count. 
Uh, but he was he was happy. He said I was creating out there when I was on the ice. I was creating plays, and he says as long as I'm creating and we're winning, the goals will come. And uh, that's a good attitude to have. Uh, I mean, we saw what he was able to do on the goal. He called himself the least important player on the Ryan Donato goal. But when you watch that replay, you can't call him the least important because he drew in the defense, even all the way up to the blue line, and then saw that he had that just enough space to get the puck to Vlasic. And because he had the forward follow him up, Vlasic had a clear path right to the net. He took it, uh, and then Donato was does what he does and he's at the front and at the bank home to rebound. So I don't think he was the least important player. I think all three of those guys equally share the credit for that goal. Oh, of course. I mean, look, it's a secondary assist, but you're not going to see a prettier. It's a no look backhand pass to Alex Vlasic who walks in, puts a shot on going and Ryan Donato buries a rebound. That play doesn't happen without Connor Bedard. It's not like some distant pass that he just happened to be the last guy to touch. He made it happen with his presence and with it, with the Penguins paying him a lot of attention. And, like, before you jumped on, Greg, I said how every time in the game, aside from, like, maybe the first shift, Bedard would touch the puck and, like, a hush would fall over the crowd because I don't know if they were expecting something magical to happen or expect something bad to happen to the Penguins. But Just curiosity, what's going to happen? Yeah, he's got that, he's got that aura around him already and the respect of the opponent already where if he's got the puck – there's two, three guys closing in on him, and that's going to create a hell of a lot of space for his line mates. And I think you're going to see a lot. Like, that's why we're so high on Taylor Hall's production this year because he, as soon as like the league starts to see, like, oh shit, like he doesn't have a ton to learn at this level. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we know where Connor Bedard is at all times. There, that's going to open up more and more and more ice for his line mates, whoever they may be. So, uh, it was really, it was great to watch. It was a lot of fun, and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love, I just love how humble he is. But at some point, it's like, dude, it's okay to say you played it right. If, if you play, uh, be a pro mode in NHL 23 or 24, if you've been able to buy the game uh, since it's come out, Bedard is the guy that always selects the team answer. Team answer, team answer, <laughs> team answer. Like he, yes. he has the worst brand score in <laughs> NHL be a promoter that is physically possible. He'll just, he just smashes the team answer button. Uh, all the time, but I mean that's we talked about it on the on the pregame show. Like you have to under you have to think that when he is, you know, around the team, away from media and cameras and everything, you know, he's he's a guy that is sure of himself and probably exudes a bit of that that confidence a little bit. So, uh, Greg, what was the what did what did Luke take away from this game? What were his uh, his his big uh, talking points after the game? He gave the guys a lot of credit for just sticking to it. Uh, they never got uh, two down, even in that second intermission. Down, you know, they got the goal right before that, and they they just kept doing what they were doing. And he he uh, applauded the depth and the depth scoring this team has, something he did not have at his disposal last season. And we've talked about this recently that this is a big deal that they can match a team like the Penguins four lines all night long. So awesome for Cole Gutman, who, you know, fought to get to the NHL, got here last year, and then had to have the surgery uh, to cut his season short. First game back, gets that huge goal. Great play by Seth Jones on that on that goal to, to find him from below the goal line. Corey Perry gets some redemption tonight. He, he missed two chances right in front of the net on the power play and then gets the redemption uh his pass got deflected a little bit goes right on the stick of jason dickinson and then a little fun with felino and uh perry on that empty netter but those are the guys like all the attention is on Connor bedard tonight rightfully so and the young guys and the young defensemen and who are the guys that that come through at the end it's Corey perry it's jason dickinson it's nick felino a line that I said is going to be sneaky effective this year. And they were right off the bat because this team was resilient. They were resilient under Luke Richardson last season, but this year they have more talent to where that resiliency is going to start paying off in actual wins. Absolutely. Uh, we've got our poll going, Greg, for our four star of the night. Uh, we've got Corey Perry currently with 38% of the vote. 
Ryan Donato with 23% of the vote and Connor Bedard with 39% of the vote. This is really tight. Get those votes in. If you haven't yet, make sure you smash that like button on our YouTube page as well. Uh, Connor Bedard spoke after the game. Uh, Greg, you did the work, sent it to us. So why don't we hear from uh, the young phenom himself? Here's Connor Bedard after the Hawks 4-2 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. You went up against Malkin and Crosby a lot tonight. What, what did you, what was that experience like? And what do you feel like when you take from that? It was great, but in the end, when you're playing, you're not trying to think about it too much, of course, you're, you're playing and um, you're trying to stop them, which is not easy, obviously. But uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool for me to, to be here and um, play against those guys and even Carlson the Pang, you know, this goes on. So uh, yeah, pretty special. To, to, get take it, me. To, get, to get a point and to win. How would you summarize your debut? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, to get the win, I think, uh, you know, obviously being down two and, and coming back like we did, I think it's it's awesome for our group. And, you know, I think you uh, remember a little better taste in your mouth when you when you win. So, uh, yeah, it was awesome for myself and uh, Kev to, uh, you know, kind of have that experience. Can you just take me through the, the lead-up? Did you really forget your stick before warm-up? What was warm-up like? What was the first face-off like? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't forget. I don't know where that uh, – it's coming from, but uh, yeah, I was like in the room, my back, and I remember me and Kev had that little pass, and I totally whiffed it, so probably get trolled a bit online. Maybe, but uh, it was it was fun. It was it was pretty cool, and getting to go on old bucket was fun too. So yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. How, How nice is it to have Korchinski with you? You're kind of going through this together at the same time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, especially we we knew each other from World Juniors, and uh, we're pretty pretty tight, and um, you know, talk about the Western League a lot, of course. And um, but he's he's great, and. Yeah, like he said, kind of have another guy going through it with you, and uh, you can talk to, you can learn from what they're experiencing in it. And uh, for him, I think it's good too to have a, another guy. How, how did how did that superstition start with the stick where you put it along the wall there every day or every game? Just so no one touches it, I guess, and the blade's not touching the ground. And uh, in Reg, we had like stalls. I just put it kind of in my stall to flip it up, and then. I think at home we have one too, but obviously on the road you got to find a new spot. So uh, yeah, just wherever it is, you know, I'm feeling at that time, and yeah. Was that what was that Latang giving you the welcome to the league introduction, and how did you feel about all the attention? Where uh, Chris Latang, you know, you know, the physical stuff like kind of knocking that? around. <laughs> <laughs> knocking around, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember. Uh, are you talking about like on the power play there, kind of? Well, just throughout in the second period. And, was know, he knocking me around? I mean, I got hit a couple times, but that's hockey, and uh, it's going to happen. So, yeah. What did you see on that play that, that led to the assist that led to Donato's goal? Yeah, um, just trying to find the open guy. And, um, you know, I think we almost had a couple there. Obviously, Seth, and then Blast gave me a nice play, and they kind of had a, another guy jump at me, and we just gave it back to him, and, and he made a really good play going to the net, and then nice finish from uh, Donnie. So, I mean, I was the least important guy on the goal, but uh, obviously it feels good to, to get one there. How would you describe the veteran leadership of your group tonight? It's unreal. Like, we're so lucky. I mean, we got a lot of – we got a really good mix, I feel, of, of guys that are, you know, younger coming into the league and guys that have been here a long time. And uh, they just know so much, and they're so smart on, on and off the ice. And uh, just getting out of those guys in the room, being vocal and, you know, teaching us, it's uh, it's really special, and, and we're really lucky. The opening face-off, like, What's your heart rate? Like, how are you feeling? Like, were you less nervous than you thought? Was it what you thought? Um, I don't know. I just wanted to win it. Obviously, it didn't. But um, just going into it, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really cool, really special trying to take it in. But in the end, you're, you're focused on the hockey game. And, you know, there's nerves, of course. It's a pretty big moment in your life. But, uh, yeah, just trying to settle in and focus on that. How did the afternoon feel? Waited. It was good. It's yeah, pretty. Uh, not long. Uh, not bad, no. I think the longest part was, was the game got pushed back a bit and so then that was the longest part waiting that was the time where I was you know, really watching the clock but throughout the day I'm I guess kind of a lot of stuff I do throughout getting ready and everything so the days usually go quick which is nice but okay um yeah I think that time waiting was, was a long time did you guys want to get two points for Mrazek the way he played all night I mean you always want to get two points right so um yeah he was unbelievable and kept us saying I think that save on Gensel that really turned the game around for us um you know, down two, they just scored one, and to have that, and yeah, he was unbelievable, and he was definitely uh, keeping us in there, and, and the MVP of our team tonight. What were you happiest with the year game tonight? Sorry. What were you happiest with with your game? Um, felt like I created a good amount of chances uh, for myself, and you know, a couple for others, and of course, I'm having a tough time putting it in the net these these past four or five games, but you know, hopefully that comes, and uh, I think 
for me is just trying to create and if I'm creating then um, you know, you feel good and but of course you want to put it in but uh, yeah it feels good getting some chance against them one time. Did you feel more sure of yourself as the game went on? Um, I don't know maybe maybe a little bit I think kind of at the start you want to be simple and you know but but effective obviously and then as, as games go on you, you just uh, get more comfortable get more in it and you know it's a game I've been playing for you know however many years now so you know it's a lot of fun and um, but yeah, just kind of, like I said before, just trying to get better every shift and, you know, adjust myself to playing as best people, players in the world. That is Connor Bedard, Chicago Blackhawks rookie uh, after his NHL debut. Um, like you said, man, we said it in the pregame, every time he speaks, he seems more and more mature and more and more loose. And I think every time, every glimpse we've had of him in the NHL so far has had a yeah, but. Well, he scored a hat trick in a rookie game, but yeah, but it was a rookie game. I look at in a preseason, five points in four games. Yeah, but it was the preseason. Now he gets to do it on the road against marquee opponents uh, in a true NHL game where everyone knows exactly where he is all the time and is still able to contribute and thrive. It was great to see. Yep. Super happy for the kid. Love it. Well, Greg, uh, before we let you go and before we reveal the winner of uh, Who's Your Hawk, I wonder who that might be. Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh, anything we need to know about uh, anything we missed or didn't get to that you have uh, insight on? Well, just a lot. Of the, you know, everybody said you know, that we talked to, they were they were happy that they were able to get the win for, for Peter Morazic. He so good tonight. Both goaltenders were really good. But, uh, you know, Peter Morazic makes 38 saves. Um, you know, Luke Richardson said that, uh, when he made that that robbed, absolutely robbed Jake Gunsel, it was two nothing at that point, and he made that that save. And uh, you know, he he said that's where it turned around. That's when the guys on the bench were like, okay, we got to we got to get back into this. Um, so you know, that was that was a huge save. He stopped Sidney Crosby. Crosby had the, had that goal, but he also stopped him on a breakaway uh, it, it, earlier in the game. So he made some gigantic saves. Um, you know, the, the rebound control was a little iffy at times, but listen, you, 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 you face 40 shots, you give up only two against a team like the Penguins. You've had a hell of a game and he earned that win so that everybody was very happy for him. Um, I just think, you know, the, you get that depth scoring, like I said earlier, you know, Jason Dickinson, Cole Gutman, you feel good for these guys, and you know how hard we've seen how hard they put the work in this off season and training camp, and to come out here in in a awesome hockey building. This arena gets loud, and these fans are into this game. I'm I'm super impressed with everything we experienced here today at PPG Paints Arena, from the fans to the to the building itself. Just awesome. If you're ever in in the Pittsburgh area, you got to come to a game here, regardless who's playing. So tough building to play in opening night, Sidney Crosby, Malkin, Eric Carlson's debut, and you spoil it. You fall down two nothing and you spoil it. Hey, you know, I, I see we've had some some penguin guys in the chat. Uh Crosby's the goat. We all know that's not true. I and uh he's one of the he's one of the goats, but he's not the goat. But listen, uh Crosby can't beat the Blackhawks. Those are facts. Look at the numbers. That's exactly uh, right. They, he can't. Uh, the the the, the, the uh, look at the, I posted him in the pregame pregame fed thread since uh, Crosby's rookie year, not good. And in the in the Blackhawks eight last eight nine trips now to Pittsburgh. They're seven one and one. How about that? And if he the goat can't if, 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 if the Crosby can't beat the Penguins on home ice, how is he the goat, my friends? <laughs> hey, he, he he consistently ducked the uh, the heyday Blackhawks. Never wanted to yep. play them in the Cup final, so absolutely. All right, I gotta get right, out Greg, of here. Uh, I, after saying go. that, I gotta get out of here before I get mobbed. There's still all right. Well, all right, let's pay it. Yeah, right. So hey, here's the winner me. of uh, tonight's Who's Your Hawk? It's me. I had Corey Perry. I am the winner. Hot dog. We have a wiener. Uh, Corey Perry ended the game with uh, two primary assists. He was plus two, two shots on goal, one more shot attempt, only one hit, and no nut shots. I was promised a nut shot when the Hawks <laughs> brought in Corey Perry. 
Be Maybe he's saving it for Brad Marchand. Be patient. They play Boston tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's, there's there's 81 games left. There will be nut shots of plenty. <laughs> I saw nut shots of plenty at Hordfest. All right, Greg. Thanks for all your hard work, man. Uh, it's about a six minute lift ride, so we'll see you in a little bit. You might get here before the show's right. over. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe if I do, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna photobomb you guys. I'm gonna run right onto the set. <laughs> all right, we'll see you in a bit, man. Thank you. All right, see you in a few. That is Greg Boyson live from PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Man, I just can't. It's just what an awesome night. It's been an awesome it's night. It's great. So it's, fun. It's it's a lot of fun. This has been a night that we have been waiting for uh, for a very long time, at least 155 days since May 8th. Yeah. Um, not that anyone's counting or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, just a, a tremendous night. A lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun in the chat tonight. Uh, you know, we, we, we say it all the time on the show saying it all the time on, on social media. Um, this is the chance hop on the ride. Could if you hopped on last year and stuck it out with us more power to you. If you want to hop on now before it becomes a little, you know, plenty of room, little bandwagon, you know, whatever, uh, plenty of room. We can always add more to the caboose, uh, of, of, of the train and, um, yeah. Hop on with us. Hashtag H-O-T-R. And if you're hopping on the ride, what you're going to want to do is make some money off of it and bet with DraftKings and, uh, you know, listen to us. I think we we make some pretty good picks when it comes to uh, to betting. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> tonight. Not a guarantee. Tonight might have fallen <laughs> short, but most of the time, pretty good, pretty good stuff. So we have our DraftKings pick of the week and i think it's uh only fair that uh the DraftKings pick of the week live for about mm, 22 hours like it so we're going to make a bet uh on tomorrow's blackhawks and bruins game and it just changed on me so let me find it again Uh uh here it is so this will this line will not stay for the entirety of the season. If you listen to our pregame show, which you always should do. Yes. Uh, the over under on Connor Bedard shots in the game by a, uh, a different uh, sports book than DraftKings mm-hmm. was two and a half. <laughs> if you want to jump on this now, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to jump on this now, DraftKings for tomorrow's game has Connor Bedard shots still at over under two and a half. If you want to be smart, right Hammer that over. It's minus one fifty, but I, if there's if there's more of a guarantee, I've never seen one. It's free money in my betting days. So, and it's it's better to bet overs. Betting unders is for people who are just you know get you gotta you got something loose if you're betting unders. Uh, if you want to make some money, bet the over two and a half shots in tomorrow's game uh, for Connor Bedard. That is our. CHGO Blackhawks DraftKings pick of the week. And hey, the NFL season is underway. It is going strong for most teams outside of Chicago. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up customers with an offer that's even stronger if you bet five bucks on any game this week uh, to score $200 instantly. You can do that and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. The Bears have an interesting matchup this Sunday with the uh, Minnesota Vikings. When it's a NFC North divisional rivalry game and the Vikings will be without Justin Jefferson. Double so win. that's uh, that's interesting there. If you want to get spicy with your Bears bets, uh, be sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app and do that uh, leading up to Sunday. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now if you haven't yet. And when you do that, use the code CHGO. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. Again, that's code CHGO only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Oh, I like that. All right. I got to do this disclaimer. All right, let's go. Loosen up. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, 
Help is available for problem gambling by calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus, but age varies by destriction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after in issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. How about that for a first read? Nailed it. I think that's another point in who's your hawk. Mm, no. I don't think it's still, I don't think it, I don't think it helps me. Nope. Doesn't work that way. By the way, we added a new stipulation that if anyone pulls off the Michigan, they automatically win. Yes. The, uh, any any Michigan this year is an auto win. And I said, if Boris Kachuk does it, I'll do the show shirtless. <laughs> I don't know whether to cheer for that or not. Don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Now, our, our guy, Steven, who is our uh, our favorite producer. Don't tell Sarah or anybody wow. else. We said, say that to all the producers. Said up. that with your chest. Um, He's been working on a fun new segment we're going to do uh, in the postgame show. Is this ready to go? Yeah. All right. We're calling it Connor's Corner. And just enjoy the graphical artistry <laughs> of one Steven Nicholas. I love it. Yes, Connor's oh, corner. That is beautiful. Finished the game with an assist and five <laughs> shots on goal. Love that graphic. Connor Bedard and his little uh, toy room. We had to Google what that activity box was called, right? Like, oh, yeah. so he was yeah. like, "What is that thing called?" Where you like feed the the wood balls through the yeah. you like see a roller dentist's coaster. office and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once I said doctor's office, you knew exactly what it was. Jay, you were actually really close to calling whatever it was, but I've already forgotten. It's like an activity box. Activity yeah, that's what it was. Activity box. Yeah. Wooden activity box. box. That's what it was. Yeah, my daughter's got one of those at home. Yeah, those are great. Every kid has one. It's like the it's also like the little tykes red and yellow car mm-hmm. that gets all sun damaged and you throw it away. Yes. All right. Absolutely. So you're gonna look at this and say, okay, there's a in the box there too. <laughs> that's right. Uh five shots on goal. You gotta dig into the numbers too because he had another five shot attempts. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's 10 scoring chance, 10, 10, you know, shot attempts total. Uh, that I believe led the entire game and by a significant margin. Mm-hmm. Evgeny Malkin had six shots on goal in a block shot, so there's seven. Uh, Gensel had uh, six of his own. That's really it. That's the only guy even close to what uh, Connor Bedard did. And like I said to start the show, Every time he was on the ice, it felt like something was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Malkin, six shots on net was the lead in the game, but Bedard led uh, the Blackhawks in, with five shots on goal. Um, I mean, it's his his line with Taylor Hall and Ryan Donato was was very effective. Um, I mean, he, at, at five on five, he had the best uh, Corsi four percentage at 58.82. Um, shots, uh, shots, four percentage at five on five on five with Connor Bedard on the ice, 12 to seven. Uh, that also led the team in favor of the Blackhawks, um, at all strengths today. And this is coming from, uh, our friends at natural Statric. at all strengths today. Connor Bedard had an expected goals for rate, uh, at 2.29 and his expected goals for percentage at all strengths, was third on the team at uh, 77.16%. And if we're looking at the uh, blue lines that we'd like to talk about after every game, uh, I've got the game scores here. And look look at this, Mario. Nine of the top 10 players in this game Black were Blackhawks. Yeah. Nick Felino with a game score of 2.85. Jason Dickinson, 2.33. Corey Perry, 2.27. Love that line. Thank you. Seth Jones, 1.82. Ryan Donato, 1.68. Riley Smith, that's the Penguin, 1.58. He did have a good game. Connor Bedard, 1.50. Wyatt Kaiser, 1.24. Peter Morazic, 1.19. Andreas Athanasiu, 1.12. That is the top 10. Nine of them are Blackhawks. Blue lines are like hips. They do not lie. That's right. Uh, on the downside of it, Eric Carlson. They almost had to create a new sheet for him for how poor he was defensively. I mean, I've never seen a line that blue that a uh, blue line that left. Yeah, that's a that's it's a that's a left hooking blue line if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I mean that's what the Penguins pay for. You're paying for the guy who could, who has the capability of putting up a hundred points and still being a minus. Yep, that's that's Eric Carlson, and 
I mean, you, you don't really have a elite shutdown defenseman to put him with. I know he played with Marcus Peterson today. Good, good for Marcus Peterson. But I mean, that's that's Eric Carlson's game. It is it is offensive plus and atrocious defensive negative. So that's what the Penguins, you know, paid up for. So I I think that's uh, it's gonna you're you're gonna see that a lot. And Greg Greg said it today a couple of times when uh, Carlson got a couple of ovations uh, from the, from the Penguins fans. He says, let's see how long those ovations last. Uh, and I find it hard to disagree because uh, Carlson had a, had a historic monstrous season last year, putting up over a hundred points with an atrocious San Jose Sharks team. Yeah, I mean that you, you cannot deny how impressive that was offensively. Um, but I I don't think he can go out and do that with this Penguins team and be a net positive. We'll see. Time will tell, but it's uh, with a lot of things this Penguins team is doing. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Definitely. All right. We're going to hear from Luke Richardson here in a second, but we want to give you another chance. This is the closest four-star vote we've had all year. Uh, The nominees, Corey Perry, Ryan Donato, Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard currently leading with 41% of the vote, 37% to Corey Perry, 23% to Ryan Donato. We're going to reveal the winner on the other side of Luke Richardson here. 762 votes. Yeah. 450 likes. Let's uh, let's get over let's that 500 those, mark on likes here. Let's even those scales here, a little bit. Smash I will say, like though, the, the viewership to the likes is a good is a good ratio today. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, let's make sure to get in the habit. As soon as you pop on any of the CHGO uh, videos, you smash that like button right away. And look. If you're like me and have several Gmails, I've got my uh, this my own personal Gmail. I've got my CHGO Gmail. I've got my Homewood Baseball and Softball Gmail. <laughs> I've got the I'm Fat Podcast Gmail. Boom, 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 boom. There's four likes right there. there you go. Just knock them out. Just get in the habit of liking the videos every single time. All right, is Luke ready? All right, let's hear from Luke Richardson after the Hawks 4-2 win over the Penguins. So that's the way he's looked since he's gotten here. Megan's uh, on the ice at rookie or development camp because we, we didn't let them go on this year. So... <laughs> Uh, that's where he's most comfortable. That's what I said before, and I think uh, he just wants to play and he wants to do well and he wants the team to do well. He's like all in on the team, but he is obviously shown, you know, he's not afraid to use his talents. Uh, when the other team's vulnerable, I thought there was maybe only once or twice in the whole game where he tried to maybe uh, do everything by himself at the, not the wrong time, just when it's, um, you know, at the blue line and there's like a one on three. Other than that, like he was, um, you know, really carrying the play. I thought as the game went along in the Ozone, he made that play. He's so dangerous, and even climbing high in the Ozone on the, the Nato goal, the first goal, he was so dangerous the whole shift, and they just, they, they, people gravitate like to him defensively, and it let Milosic kind of walk down freely, get a good shot, and Donato just worked uh, his butt off as he always does in the crease and got the goal, but, it, you know, it starts with Connor um, really moving and being creative, and uh, I got us going here. How would you assess the, the team game overall and the comeback in the third period? It worked like the whole game. Like I thought we uh, had great scoring chances uh, all three periods. And, uh, you know, we obviously gave some up or they earned them because they're a great team as well. And uh, I think, you know, Peter made some big saves for us at the right time. And uh, we got some uh, execution in the third period especially. And uh, I thought we played excellent after that. We played simple, fast. I think we had one D zone extension there but our guys we had three big blocks by dickinson in the in the last minute there and, and i think those veterans really kind of brought it home for us that scoring was such a, an issue last year i mean they've gotten in and dickinson scored can you can you sense that maybe that's a better area this year yeah i thought we created some good chances in the power play we didn't get any luck there tonight but i really like the movement and uh you know they look very dangerous so uh jari made some good like uh, uh, saves and some secondary saves, especially on, I think it was uh, Donato in the first period on the power play in front, and then Perry maybe in the third. So I think, uh, you know, we just got to bear down and make sure when this league is hard to win and it's hard to score, and you have to really bear down when you get those chances. But it's early in the season, and guys are still kicking off some of the rust, and uh, hopefully we can uh, score a few more goals. But uh, you know what? I think our team works, and we're comfortable 
with our style, and uh, we played for 60 minutes, and I, I think we should be involved in every game. Having three rookie defensemen that would give a lot of coaches gray hair, do you have to kind of just live and die with that, you know, and just enjoy the good and handle the bad? And yeah, just but, coaching moments? yeah, but I think, uh, you know, for sure two of them had some experience in the league, not a lot, but a little bit, and I think that goes a long way. And, uh, again, the leadership guys are they're just, uh, I can't say enough, like they're great for our young guys. But uh, I thought Vlasic played excellent tonight, and, and even at the end, uh, made he's just so big and strong in the corner. He he just gobbled up guys and the puck in their feet, and then uh, Seth called for a little kickback and kicked it out to the weak side, and and the, it led to the, the goal at the other end, and uh, the Gutman goal. And uh, Seth made a great pass at the end, but it all started in one end. And I thought Kaiser was skating, moving the puck well. Kuczynski again, you know, I mean, he looks like he can fly all over the ice all game. So uh, I'm very comfortable with them. Sure, there's going to be nights where things go wrong, but uh, they go wrong for guys that are in the league for 15 and 18 years. I'm sure Pittsburgh's not happy right now. So uh, we got to be happy with the guys, and you got to love your players and uh, just work with them and help them grow. It seemed like uh, the Penguins tried to knock Bedard around a little bit, try to intimidate him. You see that and how he responded. Yeah, no, he's fine. And I think, you know, even on the power play, they go sit on him and try and take him away. Well, that opens up other, and our, we got to be smart. And if we can start scoring in other places, they're going to have to honor that, and that'll open him up again. And, uh, you know, I think he's fine. He bounced up all, all night, and uh, he knows, I'm sure that's happened to him his whole life. And it's going to keep happening until I'm here until they realize that, uh, you know, you got to be careful, just like you go at Crosby or. Malkin and that, you know, they, they're, those are like maybe a little bit bigger, stronger guys, but they can dance you as well. So uh, I think it was the second period he did that slick move from behind his back. And, and, you know, I mean, you can catch a guy leaning the wrong way and look really silly. So the more he gets comfortable and stronger and, uh, and dangerous, like uh, he'll get more room because people will try and play him a little safer. Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson after the Hawks win. Uh, really liked that he pointed out um, how 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 hard this team plays. And uh, the quote was, you know what? Our team works and we're comfortable with our style. We played 60 minutes. I think we should be involved in every game. And I like we said to start the show, we had agree. thoughts that like the team might be better than a lot of people think. It's one game. I don't want to jump to any grand conclusions. Nah, let's jump to what they they played well. They played a great road game. I don't think there's much doubt about it. It's it's better to start your season with a performance like that than to just get kicked in the shins for 60 minutes. Right. So I, I, I yes, there are going to be games in which they probably blow a two nothing lead. They'll, they'll be on the other end of games like this. You know, nobody is uh, nobody is perfect. So. Um, you know, it's, it's as much as 82 and O is still on the table. Um, you know, it's, it's not realistic, obviously, No, but yeah, I, this is going to be Hey, Greg's here. Greg's home. Uh, this, <laughs> this is going to be uh, a team that is going to surprise some teams that are maybe, you know, sleeping through the start of a game or, you know, have, uh, have, have themselves let, let their foot off the gas at the end of games. This is a Blackhawks team. That's going to be able to, uh, you know, will their way into games, play their way out of trouble. Um, and, you know, we saw it all over, uh, you know, the, the the national media today and yesterday. Everyone's putting out their divisional predictions and everything. Pretty much consensus across the board. Blackhawks were at the bottom of the Central Division. And I, I, I feel like it's going to be closer than people are giving them credit for. I, I, I really do. I think this is going to be a team that likely again, still drafts in the lottery, but that doesn't mean they're one, two or three. They no. might be 10. I mean, they could 12. rig it for them again. Which sure. Why be not? Fine. Yeah. I wouldn't be against it. No, that's fine. All right. We're ready to call it our first four star of the night for the uh, regular season goes to the guy. We all thought probably would win it. <laughs> If he wasn't one of the three stars, Connor Bedard with 41% of the vote. Thank you to all 790 of you who voted on this poll. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, almost as much as we appreciate your super chats. And before we run through all the ones we have to knock out here, we want to thank a couple of people who gave us super chats in our pregame show. Alexander, uh, Brawlsack, uh, Ryan Miller, our buddy Greg Braggs. And Tebow, 41 fan. Thank you for all your pregame super chats. We appreciate yes, those. So, Steven, 
Do you want to run through uh, all hey. the super chats we've got remaining? Because I can't see them. Anything yeah, yeah. We didn't pay off. Yeah, we got a uh, we got a handful that I could get to right now. Right, okay, let's get to that handful as soon as the laptop loads. Here we go. All right, Mick, uh, Kerry Franklin, thank you so much for your great coverage with this team. So looking forward to this all year. Young Dangle got he sent us a dollar. I don't know if there was. There had to be something. There had to yeah. be a Patrick Cannon thing in there somewhere. I yes. know. I'll, for I'll, those that don't I'll know, search. and those are with us for the first time, yeah. any uh, mention of the Hawks re-signing Patrick Kane, you owe us a dollar super chat. <laughs> um, young Dangle God does it every show on cue as a bit. We appreciate it. He's, he's probably up to very, about 100 bucks by now. Yeah, he's gotten very creative with it. Yeah, we appreciate it. I got to find what he said. <laughs> Mick Lovin with a very specific $5.98. Corey Perry is a saint. Connor Bedard is so much fun. Nick Felino needs to retire a Hawk and coach with Luke. And the D kids did amazing tonight. Let's go, Hawks. Love it. That would be fun. That would be great. I love Nick Felino. He's, he's everybody loves Nick Felino. I want him to be here all 82 games. That'd be great. I, I say the same for Perry, too. Bone Keep Crusher around. 54. Did anyone else think the opening faceoff with Sutherland was awkward? The oh, oh no, that was cool. Bedard to the league. Yeah, yeah, they, that's cool. I kind of liked it. Every national game has the ref start. With, didn't they do that last yeah, year? Yeah, they did a few times. Yeah, yeah. at least a few like, times. It was like, oh, we're finally here, boys. All right, let's go. Woo. Like, okay. I like it. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It's a nice touch. And like, I can't wait to see Bedard's mic'd up segment. Yeah, should be interesting. <laughs> For hopefully, real. I'm, I'm curious. I, I wonder. I wonder how chatty he is on the ice. Hopefully it's interesting. Yeah, I think it will be. We got yeah, anything uh, else? We got our, our, our own brags in the stands. Yeah, here. buddy. Uh, I'm all in. My dumb questions included. <laughs> CHGO Blackhawks, best Blackhawks coverage in the city, hands yeah. down. Well, that's true. Brags has hopped on the ride. He's he's fighting the conductor for the controls now. Yeah, we appreciate that. He wants to drive the train. All right, is that everything? No, there's it's so hard to figure out which ones we did and which ones we okay. didn't do. There's at least one more, though. All right, let's go one more. How about uh Dustin, 499. Get used to it, guys. But Darby will be the only. Uh, will be team only all year. Next year, when he gets to see, he will be. He will then be more humble, with taking a little bit more leadership. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I, I, I don't doubt that he's in line to do that. Yeah, he's not suddenly going to become a pudwack. No, not a Corey Perry pudwack. That's a different kind of pudwack. No, he's but not. like a guy who's feeling himself and is kind of a, a dick. He's just it's just not his personality. No, it's not. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody being here. Uh, one of 82 is is in the books. We're back tomorrow night after Hawks and Bruins. Uh, our flight leaves in about six hours. Um, so that's going to yeah, be fun. I don't think it's worth even trying to sleep. No, I don't think so either. Uh, we want to remind everybody that CHGO has a weekly pick X and NFL survivor contest for everyone to participate in for real money. Here's how you enter. Head to splashsports.com slash chgo that link is in our description and sign up you can deposit cash to get started and it's just ten dollars to enter either the survivor or the pickaxe chgo weekly nfl pickaxe contest and survivor contest the more who enter the larger the prize we'll be running weekly contests all year so be sure to keep that link handy and if you want to run your own contest and you're tired of being the commission on leagues chasing people down with none of the reward you can sign up to be a commissioner right through our link and earn money for the contest you're already running with friends and family head to splashsports.com slash chgo to join in we'll have different contests coming out so we're stoked to compete with and against you be sure to click the link in our description again splashsports.com slash chgo now, when we are in our normal studios, yes. we are normally surrounded by a lot of different items of sports memorabilia and collectibles. That was stuck to that table. <laughs> that sure was. I thought it was nailed in. It's not I anymore. I think it's another substance holding it together. That's, uh, yeah, Oof. That's that wasn't great. That's not from FOCO. Yeah, that's not from FOCO. FOCO will not uh, stick to surfaces like that. Um, that's not a proper guarantee, but before <laughs> not from Foco, you want to do a dust chuck on that one? <laughs> nope. Okay. Hey, Foco, they have tons <laughs> of great sports collectibles and memorabilia. Our studios back home in Chicago are decked out in tons of awesome Foco gear, and you can get yourself decked out in the best sports gear around, whether it's things you can wear like hoodies, shoes, hats, overalls, uh, banana hammocks of course. and boxer briefs and swim shorts and all those things. Or if it's stuff that you want to decorate your house or your office, 
or your man cave, she shed, your basement bathroom uh, with signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Foco has you covered. And what we found out before the game. Oh, yeah. We've been we've been hoping that Foco's got something, you know, coming down the pipeline. And they sure as hell do the first ever Connor, well, at least from Foco, yeah. Connor <laughs> Bedard bobbleheads. You can find them on Foco. Uh, go to foco.com. Check out the Connor Bedard bobblehead. Get yourself uh, the first piece of Foco memorabilia that is Connor Bedard issued. Uh, you can check out Foco at foco.com, foco.com, or you can click the link in the description below. When you do, use the promo code CHGO, and for all non pre sale items uh, like that Connor Bedard bobblehead, you can get 10% off your order again that's promo code chgo when you go to foco.com all right uh really overwhelming uh tonight very exciting what so glad the hawks won what a trip and i think you know you and i were sitting here for the third period and we were just so excited for the win i think part of it was like these fans effing deserve this they deserve this win like they stuck with the hawks last year they stuck with us last year and all for this now, like the next generation of great Blackhawks. It is so exciting. We're so glad they won for y'all. And we're so happy you were here for us after the game. We've still got about 500 people watching uh, after an hour and 10 minute show. It's awesome. unbelievable. And we're right back at it tomorrow night. Yes. yes no pregame tomorrow. No pregame tomorrow. Um, we will all be napping, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, we're back at it tomorrow. Uh, we got... Uh, Blackhawks and frauds uh, <laughs> in 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 fraudston. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Fraudston. Yeah. Say it like you mean it. All right. Thanks to Steven for running the show. Uh, a lot of hard work when we're doing these things remotely, especially at an Airbnb that is Functional. questionable to say the least. Functional. Um, but we're mostly safe. All right. We'll see everybody <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> what time's puck drop tomorrow? 630? I don't know. I will see you after the game. It's too early. Just when the shit when the game's over, we'll be here. All right. Thank you, everybody. We love you. If you haven't hit the like button, make sure you smash it on the way out and tell a friend and subscribe. We're so close to 40,000. Help us reach our goal. 40K. Thank you. Yes, do that. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 